Welcome to the Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive Podcast. I am Laurieann Sheldrick, the Contagiously Positive Girl and your host. This is a podcast where every week we are going to talk about all the things that make our lives contagiously positive, health, happiness, food, nutrition, spirituality, our careers, relationships, and so much more. So join me weekly on an epic journey to becoming the happiest and healthiest person you know by filling up your toolbox with nourishment for your mind, body, and soul. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am back. It is today, October 30th, and I just got back Sunday evening from my 16-day 40th birthday extravaganza in Spain. Um, I'm feeling amazing. It feels really good to be back recording my podcast. It feels really good to be back at my desk at work. I'm feeling really amazing. I'm also feeling super refreshed and energized, even though I have a little bit of jet lag because there is a six hour difference in time, but I'm feeling really good. So I'm slowly easing my way back into it. I could have like went full speed ahead and just went right back into the grind. But I thought, you know what, I'm going to ease into this week. I'm just going to go with the flow like the Spanish do because in Spain everyone runs at a different time, um, which is actually really amazing. Like stores close from 2 to 5 for siesta time. Like Seriously, it is amazing. You will walk around the town and wanting to go shopping and all the shops are closed from two to five, which is like just the official siesta time. We could really learn a lot from those amazing people in Spain. They really truly understand the work-life balance. So I thought instead of just rushing and hustling and trying to like get right back into it, I would just um, really take the lessons I learned from Spain and ease into it and not get so back into the regular routine that by day three, I just totally forget about my trip and need another vacation. So I'm actually really just pausing and so slowly um, I will get back into it and get back into my programs and get back in with my clients and just ease back into regular life if you will back here in Canada. So I thought for today's podcast I would share some of the amazing lessons that I learned about myself and about life and just about really what I want and who I want to be and what I how I want to serve uh, all of you while I was away. So that's what I thought today's podcast would be since um, it is so fresh in my mind. So first of all, the first lesson, which was incredibly refreshing, but it was so scary 
was not taking work with me. Um, originally, when I was planning this vacation, I was thinking that I would take work with me. And up until a week before I left, i that's what I was planning. I was going to bring my laptop and I was planning out, um, I had a schedule of things that I would do and how I would do that work while I was away. And I figured, okay, well, I'll wake up early every morning and I will take 30 to 60 minutes every single day just to do work. So I figured, okay, so I will do my, you know, I do a podcast every two days. I will do the podcast and I will do my daily one minute doses of positivity. And I would continue writing the, um, for my email list, the Monday Beat the Blues and the Friday Roundups. And I would just continue doing all of that regular stuff that I do every single week that's in my calendar. And those are just the things, no matter what, that I do at Contagiously Positive. Um, I knew that I wasn't going to take any clients because I was concerned about cell service and internet service and stuff like that. But everything else I would continue doing. And then as I was planning it out and scheduling it out and making the list and getting all the gear ready to go um, so that I could pack it away and bring it and make sure that I have everything, I thought, this is ridiculous. I'm never going to fully step into vacation mode because I'm always going to be thinking about what I have to do the next morning. So a week before I left, I decided to leave my laptop at home and I decided that I was not going to do any work for the full two weeks. I prepared a couple of scheduled posts. So I did a few podcasts. I pre-recorded a few podcasts because I love doing the podcast and I thought, well, this is good. At least I feel like I'm still serving in a way with my podcast. So I had a few scheduled posts. I did, I believe it was five podcasts pre-recorded, which I don't usually do. And then I created one email for my mailing list because I was running a 40% off my digital programs until my 40th birthday, which was gonna land three days after I landed in Spain. That was all that I did. And it was the first few days were really uncomfortable. I kind of felt like I didn't know what to do with myself. I was a little worried that, you know, I would sort of get lost um, in the grime. It was like the fear of FOMO, right? Like FOMO, fear of missing out. And that's kind of what I was feeling for the first few days. And then I was just like, you know what? my business is going to survive without me. And that's what I learned because honestly, my business survived without me. It didn't crumble because I was away for two weeks. I didn't get lost in the shuffle. I didn't become obsolete. The, the business didn't, you know, um, lose any money while I was away. Mind you, I wasn't taking in a ton of money while I was away because I wasn't working with any clients, but it survived. It survived. I survived. And because of that, it was so much better when I returned. I didn't have, I didn't have to bring my laptop. I didn't even have to check in. And that meant that every single day I could just fully be in the moment because my brain didn't need to stay in work mode. That side of my brain that needed to stay active, I could just shut it down. 
Usually I can't even go for a walk without having to carry a, my phone with me, my notes, because I'm constantly being downloaded information on things that I want to do at Contagiously Positive, doses of positivity, things that I want to write about, things that I want to share, new programs that I want to create. And for two full weeks, nothing came through and it felt amazing. I just enjoyed every single moment. And, and during that time that I thought that I was going to be working every single morning, I just slept. I slept, I slept, and it was so, oh my God, it felt so good. It's the first time that I've actually come back from vacation and felt like I didn't need a vacation from my vacation. I, I, I'm sure you all know what I'm talking about. How often do you get back from a vacation and you're trying to jam every single minute and you feel like, oh my God, I need a vacation from that two week vacation I was just on. This was also the first time I've ever taken two full weeks. I've usually only taken one week and this was the first time I've taken two and that was the same for my husband as well. So my husband was planning on staying connected as well and then one day he was a little stressed because there were a few fires going on at work and just regular stuff, just regular work stuff and, and I get it. He's the boss so you know he has that added pressure and then I said to him I'm like well I get that you're stressed and you want to do something but what what can you do from here what can you do from here and he's like well nothing really I just feel bad because my team has to handle it and my response was that's your team's job you've you all work together, you're an amazing team is it inconvenient that they have to do double work yes but you will cover their ass when they take holidays. So that's the entire point. I'm like, you cannot not go on vacation because you're worried that for two weeks your team is going to have the extra workload. Your team is good. They're all brilliant. They know what they're doing. They will do as much as they can while you're away. And when you get back, then you can get back into the grind. And you know what? When he came home last night and I asked him how it was and how the team was, he was like, everything was good. Everything was good. There were a few fires, but they handled it. Everything survived. The, nothing crumbled. Nobody crumbled. Nothing major, you know, that happened that couldn't be fixed. Everything was good. So that's really, that was my biggest lesson um, was just really understanding that I think why we don't shut down work is a lot of times it's ego-based. And I think it's because we truly believe that things can't survive without us or we don't want to believe that it can survive without us. We want to think that we are so important to the organization that if we're gone, it's going to crumble. That is our ego mind. That is not our regular mind. That is our ego-based mind that needs that validation. And that's okay. We all have that. But all I'm trying to tell you is that it's okay to fully shut down. Not only is it okay to fully shut down, it is necessary to recharge. Because I promise you, once you go back to work, it will feel even better. You will be sharper. You will be smarter. You will be recharged. You will serve your company and your team and your projects from a much higher level place than you ever could have imagined. So I also learned that by taking the time to shut down that creative working side of my brain, it helped me to fully recharge and 
really honestly get clear about what's next. Like when I get back, what do I want to do? What do I want to create? How do I want to serve? Who do I want to be at Contagiously Positive and in life moving forward? And I realized that I wanted to create something new for Contagiously Positive when I got get, got back, not because 2019 is coming and we're embarking on a new year, but also because I'm embarking on a new decade in my life. And you know, I turned 40 while I was away, and by fully shutting down my work side of my brain, it gave me the time to give myself that time that I needed to step into the power of this new decade I'm entering, um, of just of being 40 and truly unleashing the power that's within me. And honestly, that same power is within you as well. You don't need to turn 40 and need to be in a new decade to unleash that power. I'm just saying that turning 40 has changed me. It has changed my outlook. It's changed just, I can't even really put words to it. I talk about this with many people who have turned 40 or have turned 50 or have turned 60 and have entered into a new decade. And they all say the same thing. It's not anything they can put words to. You just feel different. You feel more mature. You feel more confident. You feel like just those little things just don't matter anymore. You just feel like all of a sudden you are given this permission slip to say, I don't give a shit about the things that really don't matter. I am no longer going to sweat the small stuff. And that is something that I fully embraced. And by truly shutting down that ego-based mindset that comes with regards to needing validation from the work that we do, I was able to fully realize that about myself and step into that. And I can't wait to unleash all this new, like, 40th decade power that's inside of me. So yeah, anyway, that's my, that was like the biggest lesson I learned. And I think my husband really learned that as well was that it is okay to step back and let other people take the wheel. So that's what I, that's, here's my question for you. The next time you go away, I want you to think about what you can do to prepare yourself to go away so that you can fully shut down and if you haven't been going away because you're afraid to go on vacation because you think there's going to be too much work to do when you get back or it's not going to survive without you, I want you to think about what you need to do to prepare yourself to go on that vacation and to have a few days. I mean, it doesn't need to be two weeks. It can even be a few, like three, four days to really shut down your mind. So that is your contagiously positive homework from that lesson. Another thing that I really realized, another lesson that I learned was actually kind of worrisome to me, but I think I'm in a good place with it now. I realized how much I diminish the work that I do at Contagiously Positive when I talk about it to other people. And when people ask me, well, what do you do at Contagiously Positive and where do you work? I realized that my answer, I always felt a little uncomfortable answering, answering because I saw that my ego was very much involved and I, I, I now realize that I was really stuck in my old job where I got constant validation for what I did. 
And I always felt uncomfortable about when people said, so where do you work? And I was like, at home. Like, work, like somehow working at home diminishes the amazing work that I do at Contagiously Positive. And I think that's because we just, it's like instilled in us that we get validation for working our asses off. We get validation for stressing and hustling and working 12 to 16 hour days. Like when someone says, so how are you? How's, how's work? And you answer like, oh, I'm so busy. I have this to do and I have that to do. And I'm like running around and I worked 16 hours the other day and I haven't slept in a week. And people are like, oh man, you must be really important. You must have a really, you know, you must have a really demanding job. And even though we're stressed out and even though we're working 12, 16 hour days and we haven't taken a holiday in two years, our ego gets involved and it was like, and it just starts to say, people are recognizing you because you are working your ass off. Well, honestly, I don't think that's a good place to get validation from and it's definitely not what I want. And so I started to think think about it and I started to really reflect on it while I was away like why why do I feel like I'm embarrassed to tell people what I do um, or that I work from home and honestly it's just my ego that is it it's just my ego I feel like because I work in a very passive job and because I serve and I'm a coach and um, I do my daily doses of positivity, like it's not a real job. And I think because it doesn't feel like a job to me, I felt like talking about it, people are going to think, well, how do you get paid to do that? And so that's basically what I learned. And I also learned that I created this, like this is the work that I created. This is the work that I was meant to do. This is the work that I've been called to do. I wanted to be an entrepreneur because I didn't want to have to go to, to commute every single day. I didn't want to have to work 16 hour days unless I chose to. I didn't want to have to answer to a boss. I wanted to create and put something good into the world. I wanted to help people. I wanted to serve. I wanted to create beautiful things. I wanted to put beautiful things into the world. I wanted to put love out into the world. I wanted to put positivity out into the world. And, and honestly, once I realized that and once I once I could see how much I was diminishing what I do at Contagiously Positive, I realized like I'm doing me and Contagiously Positive, the thing that I've been served to do, the thing that I've been gifted to do, a total disservice by diminishing it because I think that it is not as important to, the, the work isn't as important when you work from home versus working in an office and commuting and stressing and hustling and working 12, 16 hour days. So that was phenomenal to me. Like honestly, fully stepping into that, I realized how much I have been not stepping into my full authentic power when I'm talking about contagiously positive and when I talk about the job that I do and the work that I get to do. So um, honestly, it's just that was one probably one of the best lessons that I learned. And I know I don't need validation, but 
of course it feels good and I know that it's ego-based and I and I know now that it probably won't leave me but that self-awareness is everything just knowing that that response is from the ego now I can choose a better response now I can choose to stand tall and say this is the work that I do I'm so lucky I don't have to commute into work I get to do this phenomenal work and serve from this amazing place while in the comfort of my home like I know so many people who would just love to do that, who would love to take the work that they do and the love that they the work that they love to do and be able to do it from home. So it is really important for me to fully step into that power and not diminish the work that I do. So that's what I want. Here's my question for you. Where is your ego involved in what you do? And are you do you think you need validation from the wrong places? Or are you staying where you are for the prestige or what your business card says? And after you answer those questions, I want you to answer this question. Is this serving you? Is this serving your higher self? And if you are, if you're doing all that and that makes you feel good and it's serving you and you love it and you, you are exactly where you want to be, that's fine. Like it's okay if you work from an ego place, if it makes you feel good, but if you don't feel good, if it's not serving you, if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling like this is not the life that I want to live, or you're only doing it because you think that anything else isn't going to make you feel validated, I want you to think about what you can do to turn it around and to fully step into something that will serve you. I promise you it will feel so amazing. So um, next thing, this was, I also learned from that place, like really realizing that I was diminishing the work that I was doing out of, because of my ego. I also learned that I needed to step into my authentic power for my 40th, for this new decade. I just knew that no matter what, I need to fully step into being authentically me. And Every time I, oftentimes when I say that or when someone else say, says that, people will ask, well, who have you been up until now? This is a question that we get when we say, I finally feel like me. I finally feel like it's okay to fully step into me. I finally realize who I am. I finally realize who I've always been. And the answer to this is usually, I have been being everyone that I think I needed to be for everyone else in my life and or for whoever I am with in that moment. So this happens because instead of accepting that this is who we want to be, this is who we are, this is what we want to do, this is where we want to go, this is what we like, this is what we dislike, this is the music we like, this is the food we like, this is the job we want to work on, this is how we want, this is what we want to do for our work, this is how we want to show up for that work we go into a new person based on the situation that we're in and we think we need to shift to make other people happy or because we don't want to feel embarrassed by saying, well, this is what we like or this is what we don't like or this is what we want to do or we're people pleasers. So we don't want to say, well, I would rather do that instead of that. Um, and by doing that and by constantly changing who we are and changing what we want to do and never standing up for saying, well, no, this is what I want. 
um, eventually what happens is we just lose sight of who we really are because we get so stuck in this a bubble of people pleasing and this bubble of feeling like it's not okay to be ourselves because we're not going to be liked. And honestly, I'm just done with that. I like I am done with thinking that I need to conform to what everyone else wants, to what everyone else thinks, to what everyone else's beliefs are just to be liked. Like I am a good freaking human being and if someone doesn't like me, that's not my problem. I am kind, I am compassionate, I am loving, I am pretty laid back like 99.9% .9 of the time and if I can't be liked because I want to go in a different direction or I have different beliefs or different viewpoints, that is none of my business and that is not my problem. And I don't say that to be negative or aggressive, I say that from a place of like total self-love and compassion for myself because when I'm coming from my authentic self, I am able to serve from a completely different level. I am able to reach people. Um, I am able to connect with people. I am able to take the gift that I've been giving to help people unleash their inner contagiously positive. So that lesson of just fully fully stepping into my authentic self is what I want you to take. This is like the biggest thing that I want you to take. And I don't know why, I, I really don't know why this hit me so hard in Spain. I think it was because in Spain, I realized like the people that I spoke to and the people that we met and just traveling with, you know, with a few friends, I, I realized that we're all different. And one of the things about the Spain culture is people just are who they are. Like they just are who they are. The fashion is different. The food is different. The culture is different. Their beliefs are different. Their ideas are different. I mean, they take three hours off every single day to have a siesta. Like, I just realized that this is watching people fully step into them as authentic selves. I think a lot of people that I met while I was there and approached and just watching them just be them and fully step into them really helped me think that this is what I want. This is how I want to be. This is who I want to be. I want to be like that. Like I want to take this stuff home. I want to be confident. I want to feel like this passion I want to come from this passionate place. So that's what I want you to take from my this lesson. This is like the biggest thing that I want you to fully embrace. I want you to fully step into your authentic self, each and every part of yourself. And I want you to be unapologetic about who you want to be, about who you are, about what you want to do, about where you want to go, about what you like, about what you dislike, about the music you like, about the food you like, about the food you dislike, about the job you want to work in, about the relationships that you want to have, about how you want to show up in the relationships. I want you to just like fully embrace every single part of who you are unapologetically.
because you are amazing. Each and every one of us is so amazing. And I want you, if you're a good human being, if you're kind, if you're compassionate, if you're loving, if you just wake up every single day wanting to do good things for other people, you're on the right track. Like there's nothing wrong with you. If you wake up every single day and you're like, today I don't wanna serve anyone, that's okay too. All I want you to do is fully step into every single part of you. But to do that, you have to get really clear about what and who that is. You, I want you, this is your homework. This is going to be the last piece. And then I'm just going to leave you with this because I feel like this has like been a rambling podcast, but it's just like all of this stuff in my mind that I wanted to get out and I wanted it to be organic and not planned and not scripted. I just really wanted to speak from my heart, from how I'm feeling and what's really inside me since I got back. So this is your homework. I want you to get a sheet of paper and I want you to think about all of the things that make you you. Uh, so I want you to think about who who you do want to be, who are you? What makes you tick? What are your little quirks? What makes you laugh? Are you funny? Are you serious? Are you laid back? Are you a planner? Are you not a planner? Like, where do you want to go? Where do you want to travel? What do you like? What do you dislike? What are what are your favorite? What's your favorite music? What is your favorite food? What kind of job do you want to work in? What are the relationships that you want to have? How do you want to show up in those relationships? What kind of what do you want for your health? What kind of workouts do you like? What do you want like for your money? Are you a saver? Are you a spender? Like I want you to go through every single part of your life and I want you to really figure out what makes you tick. Who are you? And then I want you to live from that place. I want you to make decisions from that place. I want you to speak from that place. I want you to be, do, and have from that place. And I want you to be unapologetic about it. So there we go. Those are some of my lessons from Spain. I am so thrilled to be back with all of you. I cannot wait to continue doing these podcasts. I have lots of great stuff coming up. Head over to contagiouslypositive.ca. Head over to Contagiously Positive on Facebook and Contagiously Positive on Instagram. There are so many amazing things coming up. So much, so many new things from my new place that I'm going to serve you from. And I'm really going to level up up for you and help each and every one of you unleash your inner contagiously positive. So thank you for tuning in. And as always, everyone, you know it, be happy, be healthy, and of course, be contagiously positive. If you like this episode or any of the episodes in this podcast, and you want to help someone else unleash their inner contagiously positive, please share rate, review, and subscribe. Let's work together to put beauty and positivity and health and happiness into the world.